0: Hey, 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 and welcome to episode 139 of How You At You. It's your girl Shanice from K-Pop Box and Shay from The K-Way. And on this podcast, we love hanging out with you guys, talking through the hottest K news, your hot hot opinions, dilemmas, and everything in between. Yes, so if you want to join the conversation, make sure you hit us up on socials at How You At You. So let's sit back, relax, and let's get it started. Yes, so it's time for our very
1: first segment called Hot Topics, aka BBC Shanice, where we give you a rundown of the hottest K news that's come up over the past week or so. So Shanice, spill the tea.
0: Okay, so in some comeback news, or debut news, I guess, for some. So in a recent fan sign event, Chanyeol Vexo confirmed that he is preparing his solo debut. I don't know why, I feel like he's done solo stuff, but maybe this is like his official official debut, I guess. Yeah. Because I swear he's done an OST and he's done that yes, song he's, with Tinashe. And exactly, then, that's what came to mind. But, hmm. but okay, well, keep your ears to the streets. I <laughs> um, don't know why I said that though. So, anyway. uh, Mama Moose Hwasa announces that she's preparing for her comeback in September. I think this will be her first comeback with P-Nation, if I'm right, I think. She hasn't released really anything under P-Nation yet, has she? I don't think so. No, not I know because their whole like contract
1: signing only happened recently.
0: Yes, so this will be her first under P Nation, and then also Shiny's Key will also make his solo comeback in September as well. So new music alert: EXO's Chen and his wife will hold their wedding ceremony in October. They were already oh they were already legally registered in January twenty twenty, but I think they're gonna have the whole shebang and not playable, basically. Lovely. So cute, cute, cute. Oh, and the kids will be there. Oh, we can Aww. say kids. That's so cute. <laughs> uh, NCT's tail is halting all his schedules, including the NCT Nation concert, on August twenty sixth due to him getting into a motorcycle accident. He was diagnosed with a fracture in his thigh and he is receiving necessary treatment at the hospital ahead of surgery. Um, It has been noted that um he, ha- he did not violate any traffic laws. The, op- the opposite party did and the other person involved did not pay attention to the traffic lights which caused the accident. He's so lucky because oh. being on a motorcycle, you're just exposed, chum. Oh, I'm glad he's okay. I-, I didn't know anything about that. Yeah. I'm surprised SM allowed him to have a motorcycle because that just seems like a hazard. Oh. I'm just glad that he's okay, though. Yeah, And I never thought I would hear tail and motorbike in the same sentence. Yeah, well, there you go. 2023, baby. And last but not least, we have some 50-50 news. So 50-50's Cupid has officially charted on the Billboard Hot 100 for 20 weeks, making them the first K-pop girl group to achieve this feat. This song is now tied with BTS's Butter as the first longest charting K-pop song in the Hot 100 history. Of course, this is bittersweet because this is happening in the midst of all this legal mess that they're going through. Um, Recently, 5050 members wrote a handwritten letter to fans updating them on the court case against their company attack. They apologise for causing concern and how accusations have been snowballing. They appreciate the love from fans and want to take the opportunity to right the wrongs that have been forced on them from their agency and they're trying to protect their music. Um, quote It has been heartbreaking to see many untrue stories being repeated in the media. We believe taking this issue to court based on the facts was the right way to solve the situation. What we really want is to carry out our activities in a trustworthy environment. 5050 has officially filed a criminal complaint against attack CEO John Hyeongjong, June Sorry, for criminal negligence and embezzlement. Embezzle? Um, whilst this is going on, the agency recently released a Cupid remix with Sabrina Carpenter. And on their Twitter, on their Twitter, it's like being promoted and stuff. But obviously, their fans are like raising eyebrows because they know it's not from the girls because they're going through this. So it's like just a weird time to be promoting a remix. But I guess the company's gonna try and get as much money as they can from them as they can. I'm guessing. Mm. Also, and 50 50 members were featured in the newest episode of SBS Unanswered Questions. The members revealed insightful information about the lawsuit that they're involved in with their company and the behind the scenes of their company. Um, so the 50-50 members revealed that they would rather quit music than return to their company after enduring such poor conditions. Um, they also said that the CEO of the company subjected the members to daily BMI checks and consistently yeah. monitored the girls under security cameras. The members often had panic oh I can't read. The, uh, the members often had panic attacks due to their fear of the CEO. Another thing that they've mentioned as well is parents of the members claimed that their company wouldn't provide meals to their members. If parents tried to bring food for the girls, the attack staff would make the members throw the food away while insulting them. The family of a member of fifty-fifty stated that the member had to run away from the company because of her recurrent panic attacks. With one incident leaving her hospital- hospitalized after she fainted, so they just need to get out. Wow, that's, and that's yeah, only that's just some lot. of it. That's not even all of it. But yeah, guys, that is. Hot topics, hot hot topics. If there's any stories you want to talk about or if you want to comment on any stories, make sure you hit us up on socials at how you. Achoo. Okay, moving on to our next segment called Say What? Where you send your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, hot tea, etc. You can send that all to how you tea at gmail.com. That's how you tea at gmail.com or you can submit a form at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash how you at you sushi Take it away. Okay, so our very
1: first unpopular opinion for today is I know that people say that J Park is a culture vulture and whatnot, but I don't think people realize that there are black producers and songwriters behind his music. The DNA and DNA remix song from High School Rapper 4 was produced by Cha Cha Malone candy was produced by cha-cha malone and written by the 7 on ig which makes sense um as to why there is a andre 3000 reference love to hear your thoughts
0: okay sometimes you can be around so long that the hero becomes a villain i personally think the reason why there's a lot of people that especially now take what j Pop does and look at it sideways it's because sometimes i feel like he doesn't know when to be quiet and just listen and shut up and i think that's what the issue is i think anyone i feel i feel like people get confused when black people or people of color try to gatekeep things because it's not that we don't want to share our culture and want other people to appreciate it but that's what we want we want you guys to appreciate it i think sometimes when jay park has been in hot water instead of just reflecting and taking on how people may have felt offended or whatever the case may be he sometimes can go on the attack to the point where it's just now his songs some of his songs may have a distaste to some people because it's just like how can you say you love rap or you love a culture so much but you don't have any sort of respect from where it stems from or the people that it stems from. And I think that's what the issue is. With the DNA song, I don't know if anyone really had... There, I guess there was some issues with the lyrics, but I think the main thing was, like, in the video, why... There's just certain things that people should just not do with their hair because mm. not because they're gatekeeping. Again, if you do certain things with certain types of hair, your hair will fall out. But at the end of the day, I feel like as a community and as a pe- as people of colour, I feel like we've come to a mutual consensus. There are gonna be the few people that are gonna be like, take the braids out, don't do don't do locks, whatever. But now it's just like, you know what? Let them find out. Let, let them do let them do it. Because when when they have to do the takedown process and all their hair's fallen out, I don't want to hear it because we we've been saying, but you you guys know better. You 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 guys don't want to be educated. You guys don't want to read up. you that you guys don't want to be on your Zoom? Fine, okay, cool. If you don't hear, you must feel. So that's that's what it is at this point. I think it's that it's the fact that I think that's why it leaves a bit of taste. It's not that you know he's not working with the right people, whatever. But then I kind of sometimes and it's not really down to the people he works with because I don't know how hands-on they are with with not even just J Park in general I'm talking on a general consensus um when they work with certain idols or rappers or artists that may have said something questionable in the past or done something questionable in the past again we don't know how hands-on they are if they're friends or whatever it could be just the fact of you know they've sold this beat or they've sold these lyrics they don't have a close relationship i know like jay parker and cha cha balloon they have a friendship or some sort anyway so i wonder what kind of conversations that Char cha is having or has had with jay or if he hasn't mm. but yeah yeah um and i think i
1: i can't comment on all of this because i'm aware of some pieces but there's been some time since i've kept up with Keeping up with Jay Park
0: I think he's behaving I, himself But again, I, I, I don't know I haven't kept up with him I just see him dancing with every single idol under the sun so. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. There's,
1: there's that Um, I think with me I, I feel as though why some people Get so frustrated with Jay Park Is the fact that he has self-proclaimed On multiple occasions That he feels as though he's up there With the the directors, the top athletes in the country that have been a pioneer uh, in in Korean entertainment and have done something for the overall movement and my following statements are not to take away for e- take away from any of the impact that he's had but if you are claiming to be this pioneer at least within the hip hop and the music space people would expect you to also be well educated mm-hmm. familiarize yourself with different topics understand the weight of doing certain things so I think if you're gonna say yes, I'm this, this, and this, you need to back that up through your actions. Mm-hmm. Um, with the DNA situation, I I obviously remember what happened, but I don't remember what the lyrics are and all those things. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It I was can't just, really
0: remember would it if you mm, said anything. Uh, so it was just
1: at least to me what I understood the thought process behind DNA to be was highlighting like his hustle, his culture, like what they've done. And it was meant to celebrate and showcase their background. And now this video, yes, exactly. The The video just ended up being like these really offensive, like African-American caricatures within the hip hop space and, and hairstyles that were being adorned by it. It didn't, you can tell when something's meant to be a tribute to something and it's respectful and not, ill-intentioned and i'm not saying that he woke up and was like let's offend the black community today necessarily i don't know but i think it's just the thought process and if you're self proclaiming yourself to be something your bark has to match your bite like you need to show mm. up you need to be a good representative if you're one of the main pioneers for x type of thing in your country and within the space as a whole you also want to be a good example because if P- someone's just like, wow, I saw Jay Park. I think that's really cool what he does. I'm going to copy that. And now they're trying to order do-rags and do inappropriate things. So it's remembering <laughs> that when you have an audience behind you that may be looking to you as their first touch point with not just hip hop and and rap and R&B in the musical sense, but also as a cultural reference to what they should expect from Black people, which can mm-hmm. be really damaging. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that's my two cents on that. In terms of the people behind the music, like the producers and writers, I'm sure there are people that can contribute and intercept at certain points. But also, I think it, it depends on the process, the, the organization, saying, the artist, yeah. but... Sometimes an artist can just be like, This is what I want, this is set in stone, can you just make a good beat to go with it? Or I want this, it so it can go either way and we don't know what that process looks like unless it's been disclosed somewhere. Mm. So
0: I wanna say I'm glad that, you know, money is going back into black people's pockets because it makes sense, you know. <laughs> yeah. Really and truly. If you're gonna profit off it, give us some coins. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there's there's that. So those are, those are our two cents. But I'm sure
1: if there's anyone out there that can maybe give more of an in-depth explanation for your own standpoint or provide some more context or anything. I would. Whoever
0: sent this in, like, what do you exactly. think? Exactly. Where where do you stand with the whole J-Pop. Because I want to make it clear. I I'm not one of those J-Pop haters. And some of his songs, bangs. I'm not gonna sit here and like. I have I have shaken my AS. Is some Jay Park, okay, but then sometimes it's just like when when he used to go on his like Twitter run in sprees or he'll just talk foolishness, it's just like, see, this is why I miss the days when celebrities were kind of a mystery because now I know too much.
1: <laughs> Be mysterious, please. <laughs>
0: oh, Be
1: mysterious. I'm done. Um yeah so yeah once again we're not going to sit here and say that like oh his music is trash and he has no good songs like he is definitely a talented artist it's just making sure you're using your talent for good Mm. um and especially someone that's maybe come from a certain background obviously i know he's from the states i don't remember where but i feel like he's something something i think it might be seattle actually but i think if you've just had like more access to certain spaces where you got your inspiration then you have more accountability to like do right by the people that inspired you and to be a good representation and a good example Mm -hmm. to open that door for like international um sort of collaborations and inspiration and things like that so that's the only issue on my end yeah interesting guy not not any I, I don't think about him. like not in a room yeah, Like I don't about think about- I, don't I about- know what
0: you mean. <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh really sleep. But yeah. I must say he is fair. Fair. I'm done. Of, like in a tense, in Objection. A relevance. Of, I'm gonna give you the context right now, Judge. <laughs> um, sustained. Um, uh, <laughs> the reason why I said he's fair is because I feel like he just hates everyone. Like his first scandal was saying that he hate Korea and that's what he was and that's what made him pop in the first place and then you know he's just given chatting rubbish about black culture sometimes so I guess he's even Stevens at this point but anyway let's move on I'm just being I'm just being annoying oh and last last two cents as we move on
1: is I don't like people that just jump on hate trains with no context or no yeah. No need for some sort of resolution or, or improvement on something I think that's completely pointless and a waste of energy and the opposite end of the spectrum where people are like oh like this person done it a long time ago or isn't that serious to me everyone should just move on like I think both of those extremes are wrong yeah. so everyone's entitled to their opinion their feelings but just being conscious aware and, and respectful to mm-hmm. um, various groups Okay, now moving on to our next unpopular opinion. <laughs> this person said, Blackpink should disband. They release no music and they are just on the Western side more than the K-pop side. And Jenny looks like she doesn't even want to be a K-pop idol. I feel like they should just disband and do whatever they want to do. I feel like Lisa is the only one that actually wants to be an idol and Rosé. I
0: mean, they're in contract negotiations. So we'll see if who. You- Resigns, who doesn't? I feel like YG are going to have a hard time. I don't think YG want to let them go because they are really the cash cow for that company. I don't know if they should disband, I don't know what's going on behind the scenes or whatever, but yeah, I kind of agree in the sense of I feel like. I don't know, I, again, I don't know if it's like a health thing with Jenny, because I know Jenny's been going through a lot of things health-wise, so maybe just her physical can't keep up. I don't know what the case would be. I don't know if it's like a health thing, or it's just like, she's over it. Jenny's been a trainee for years. I've known about Jenny for a very long time, <laughs> before Blackpink was even a thing. Like, Jenny was, Jenny was basically the next golden child. Wasn't creating. she in like
1: a, a Big Bang music video yeah she's yeah, she,
0: yeah she's been in Big Bang video she's featured on like G-Dragon's album like back in the day like she, she's she been like I've I've known of Jenny I feel like she's 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 been in it so I wouldn't be surprised if she is tired like I, I don't think that's a bad thing but yeah sometimes I feel like she doesn't want to be be there but again I don't know if that's just like a health thing or she just doesn't want to be there but Maybe she doesn't. I you
1: know, on this point around Jenny, and once again I'm only speaking from limited context, so I don't follow Mm -hmm. them heavily. But I I we and it's also an opinion that I think people have sent through to us with of this thing that Blackpink show way more um like energy and enthusiasm when performing like in the West for like Coachella and other things. Mm. So I don't know if it's a thing of they they're just not really feeling the K pop way of doing things anymore and that maybe. system and they prefer well, the fluidity of the west
0: because yeah, maybe the, if they change yeah it, could, sorry to cut you off maybe if they if just jumping off what you said maybe if there's like a fresh new approach in the sense of maybe they have maybe they don't have as much say as we think in terms of like beat selection or the direction of sound that they want to do or whatever the case may be so maybe if they get more input behind the scene. Again, I don't know if they do or not. This is again just this is all assumption. If they have their hands in that in that side, then maybe you might be a bit a bit different.
1: Yeah, so that that could be a perspective. I don't know if that's something that people have considered before. Maybe maybe it is, but they seem to like really light up and enjoy the more like Western way of being an artist in terms of just doing like the big festivals. Maybe doing a tour, kind of here and there, Mm. because obviously I think as we're all aware, like K-pop is maybe like a bit more intense. Or I don't. I'm not speaking specifically to Blackpink because I know they don't do. Mm. X, Y, and Z as frequently as others, but I think they might prefer the Western way of doing things and the fluidity of being able to be more of a socialite and have more public yeah. friendships in the West and the confinements that comes with K pop and predominantly promoting in Korea. I'm sure they're very successful for everything they've done yeah. there, but maybe their next evolution is just wanting to operate more from a Western standpoint.
0: Yeah, and I think people need to remember black pink are grown women, like they're, like, late 20s, right, I want to say. So, and if you've been in a system, even if they weren't that, that old, I'm not saying old loosely, they're not old, I'm just saying older, right? If you've been in something for so long, to so bear in mind, we've been, as I said, we've been aware of Jenny for however how long, right? We've been in this system so long, it's just like, okay, what else is out there? I'm kind of tired. Not necessarily because you don't love music anymore you don't love performing or you don't love being in the group but as I said I guess it comes back down to the structure of things like there's a certain way of of doing a certain thing if that makes sense mm. yeah I feel like Lisa just Lisa's gonna grab any and everything she's like yeah give it to me I'm gonna change on stage <laughs> and do anything I think that's just I feel like that's just how she is that doesn't you know I'm not disregarding all the other members but um
1: yeah, they're, they're talented girls. So I think it's just finding where they want to be, like what their next few years look like. I'm not saying that's all they have left in the business, but whatever their yeah. next steps look like for them. Because like we see that. I'm not saying, once again, this isn't to say that they don't flourish in Korea, like they do some great things there. But whenever like they're in the West, predominantly like uh, America, like you see them like doing so many things and they really light up and they get to be with like all of their clicks and stuff. So... Maybe that's yeah. where they want to be, and we'll see what comes out of that. And then on to our last unpopular opinion for today. This person said, "I find it. I find people's idolization of people like Won Young and Inwoo to be so interesting. Like you guys treat them like gods just because they are pretty. Not saying they are the only two. The um, this happens to. Also, how did those creeps get into NCT's hotel again? What? Okay." I don't know oh. about that specific thing. <sighs> um, okay, you? first bit. Okay. I I, okay. Kn- I know a little bit, so I, okay. I'll share what I am aware of um, for that one. So, but for the first part, um, this person said I find people's idolization of Wen Young and Umwood to be really interesting. People treat them like gods just because they're pretty, and they're not saying they're the only two people it happens to. I find it strange from the way that I. Interact and process things, but it's not strange from like a K pop standpoint because that is kind of what they're meant to be.
0: Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't idolize people because I feel like that's weird. But again, that's me. Because like we've even said before in here, like we have a hard time saying this idol. I'm like, no, (laughs) I don't like calling idols idols anyway. So, like, I try my best to say artist, (laughs) but. That's a system. I don't know. I don't. I don't even know what to say. Like, I, 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 I understand this person's standpoint, but in a way, that's kind of the system. I don't know. Yeah. And I think that's the
1: world. It isn't just like K-pop. Yes, yeah, people a K-pop thing, yeah. <laughs> always
0: are like people oh. are attracted to pretty and shiny things, exactly. whether that's a person or not. So.
1: And that doesn't mean it's right or normal. Yeah. It's definitely a, a phenomenon to say it nicely, but I'm I'm not surprised mm. per se.
0: And is I that, don't like is, is that,
1: that. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say that is like one part of K-pop that I don't like. I, mm. I like the whole idolization thing. Yes, it happens in the West and other places as well. But just speaking specifically to K-pop, that's always made me feel quite uncomfortable where people are like oh like this person's like sort of holier than thou and like they walk on clouds and, and they're so amazing because they're pretty and it's not uh, once again I'm not speaking directly to any of the examples that were given just an overall observation that yeah. has always made me feel quite uncomfy because it's a bit but weird. I- like once again we don't know them mm. So. I
0: feel I feel like as well on the on, on the other side, it's kind of not even just K-pop. It's kind of like what's socialized within us, right?
1: Mm. Like
0: if you think about your stereotypical like high school or secondary school, wherever the popular kid is always oh, it's because she's pretty, or like she has money, or do, do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's because that person is, you know, as I said, it's a it's a bright and shiny thing i think my school was different though sorry to go on the tangent all the popular kids in my school they were popular because they were really smart and everyone wanted to be really smart <laughs> <laughs> so they were the pop- popular kids but to be fair there wasn't really i'm biased but i don't think there was anyone really ugly in my school anyway but um yeah i don't know just chatting rubbish but yeah, now what's this know. nct thing hotel thing someone broke so, in fans broke
1: in yeah, i don't know if it's to do with KCON because I know, I think that's like where they either still are or it's happened over the weekend, but around this sort of time, I have only just seen the videos now, so it could be from prior but it seems mm. to be this Sesang that people know of, I think they were calling her like Judy or something else um, and she's
0: seems some... be famous anyway, Sorry, go ahead
1: yep, A fa- famous if people are trying to keep them accountable but not just like famous for speculation mm. sense, but yeah like this person was just like walking around the hotel room like in in the room like I'm assuming they had like suitcases out, their bed like that is terrifying oh
0: my gosh Like, I, I
1: i don't I, once again like if you're a true fan, I don't think you'd fall under this, but just for speaking generally um for the sake of that. Yes, K-pop fans are, like, everywhere. Like, someone could be working in a hotel a hotel, and people can have their ways in. But I, I always struggle to process how these people are getting access because it isn't the first time, unfortunately. I think the last yeah. time we heard of, uh, specifically of NCT, these girls got access to their tour bus and were, like, walking around. Oh, yeah. Around. I
0: forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I, d- I don't know. Like, I was just literally scared when I saw the video because that is terrifying.
0: Oh, there's a video?
1: yeah, yeah it's like a video that's going around oh
0: gosh i think we said this before there's definitely there's either shady people within the company that they keep in terms of like they're hired by sm and they're either say signs themselves or like they have a double personality or they're selling this information because some of this information is like how did you get that like how do you know what plane so-and-so is on Mm. and what seat they're going to be on and like i'm talking about beforehand in a sense of there's been times where say songs have okay i know that shay's gonna be on this flight and her seat is e25 so i'm gonna sit in e24 and i've booked that seat like how do you know like where are you get this information from i know we said this on we've unfortunately had to talk about topics
1: like this quite a lot and i've said mm. it a few times already but i hope it gets dealt with like i'm just thinking of like just from just being a human point of view someone being in a space that's so intimate like where you sleep where like yeah. your stuff is do you need to chuck your things away now? Like, what will happen? Like, that that's horrible. Yeah, someone
0: might be icky. Like, just yeah, like, I would chuck everything away. in your room.
1: Yeah, I don't... I hope whatever needs to be done from, like, a security standpoint, wherever they're staying, like, I hope the company follows up because how... They wouldn't just, like, have them staying in any shabby place. I don't know what hotel it was. Mm. They would have had to go for extra precautions to make sure that it's a safe, secure building, X, Y, and Z, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, just insane. And then now it's time for <laughs> On the Radar as we come towards the end of this episode. Um, so, this is where me and will let you know if there's anything that we're watching, listening to, or if there's anything that we
0: want to put you guys onto. So, Shnees, what has been on your radar? I think you're going to say the same thing because you sent it to me and I was like, I saw this already. <laughs> so was on my radar. Um, <laughs> XG uh, performing. Twenty-one, oh, yeah. uh, like a twenty-one remix to "I Am the Best," and it just it just made so much sense. Like Chef's Kiss, like XG always do their thing, yeah. And yeah, so I feel like that's where I'm going to leave it. I won't make this episode extremely long. Um, yeah, that did make a lot of sense. Funny enough, I think I just
1: like my brain forgot about that, but that was amazing. <laughs> um, on my radar, I have started watching a new K drama called Behind Your touch i think it's called it's quite funny quite light-hearted it's like this lady that i think it's like some sort of suburb somewhere in korea and she runs like a small vet Situate like she's a vet and she treats animals but and somehow she gets like these powers where if she touches animals or people's butts like she can see uh- <laughs> She can see into, like, their past as in, like, yesterday or what they'd done earlier or even a few years back. So in the beginning when she's, like, trying to figure out if she's going mad or if she has this talent, she just keeps trying to touch the butts of things or people. And then there's this, like, new, I think he's a detective from Seoul and he's been, like, assigned there and the only way for him to be able to go back to Seoul is if he does, like, I don't know, solve some big cases or something. So he Mm. thinks that she's, like, a perv. But she, she, <laughs> she's not. So it's it's really funny, light-hearted, and easy watch. If anyone's wanting something new to watch, um, I'm also still watching the reality show that I mentioned um, over the last few episodes, which is called La Lo- Love After Divorce, and it's been really interesting. And yeah. why I wanted to this up is because not spoiler for anyone so you can stop listening here (gasps) if you're watching it and you haven't caught up yet but there's this guy his name is ricky and he's talking to this girl named harim and they are on like one on one date for the first time and he was just explaining to her that like he doesn't really like value or idealize like material things like he can live quite simply he sees himself as like quite a minimalist so like even if he just like had a small house with like two bedrooms, like he can be content with that. And why I wanted to ask you is like, how do you feel about that? Because obviously anyone, I think would share the perspective, anyone that sort of idolizes like physical things or finds their value in that, that's not so great. But from a practical standpoint of this being someone you're maybe potentially going to start a family with or go into a life together, like what is your sort of thought process on like someone that's maybe super super over minimalist very 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 crazy simple
0: when you say crazy simple what do you how define it a bit well what he said was like he could
1: be like content with just like a small house um like just fairly basic things he said that there are things he spends money on because it's Mm. because he sees value in them outside of just what they are but Mm. Like It was more of a thing like, oh, I could live in a small home or that sort of thing. And then we didn't get to see her response yet, but her immediate okay. response was, oh, like, I respect that. So she's not necessarily like, oh, me too. So mm. at least from your standpoint, how would you maybe feel?
0: Um, I guess I would have to have a deeper conversation. I wouldn't say like I'm a material- materialist um but i am not a minimalist either. but i think in terms of when i do purchase things or i i want something it's for a certain reason or a certain i'm saying that people or there are people that just buy things willy nilly but yeah i i I don't i'm not one of like an impulse buyer i I guess i should say if that makes Mm -hmm. sense so i understand in a sense of you know he'd be happy with a small house or whatever whereas for me personally i Not that I need a big ass house, but for me, if we're we're living in a house, I need my own bathroom and that's because I just like things in a certain way. I would like to know once I leave the bathroom and I come out, when I go back in, it's going to be how I left it. (laughs) I don't need to worry about your things. So in a sense. So, if I'm like, oh, I want a, a house with two bathrooms or whatever, from someone else that might sound materialistic, but because I can define why, I don't really feel like it is. I don't know if that made any sense, mm. but do you get what I mean? Because the thing is, yeah, like, even, even when I want to buy things in the sense of, if it's like a big purchase, like, a, I don't know, I want to buy, like, even if I want to go on holiday or buy a new laptop or whatever... I've always had this mindset, and I don't know where it's come from. Where it's like, if I can't afford this twice, I, I can't afford it. Mm. If this doesn't make sense, if I'm just getting it because oh, it's the latest thing or everyone else is doing it, that doesn't make sense in my brain, and I just won't buy it. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm. I'm not. As I said, it depends on what he defines as minimalism. If that's something that, because at the end of the day. You can have your man cave or your office or whatever, and you can be as minimalist as you want, baby. I'm not going to enforce my standards and be like, oh, you need some candles, you need some cushions in here. Or if if you want to have a white room with one figurine, your desk, your chair, and your laptop or your desktop computer, whatever, you do that. But if I want to have a crazy room across the house, then let me do, do that. Do you get what I mean? So it depends yeah. if you can't accept how I process things or it has to be like everything in your life needs to be minimalistic, if you get what I mean. Mm. Yeah, and,
1: like, also, like, just to preface, there isn't, like, not not for you, but to anyone listening, mm. there isn't, like, a wrong or right answer. Yeah, of course. I just thought it was, like, it's a just really like interesting. Me. Exactly. Yeah. Like, it's going to be different for everyone, and there isn't a wrong or right answer, but I, th- I just thought it was a really interesting topic, because, obviously, I'm assuming that if you've signed up for this kind of show, you're either going to be looking for a long-term serious relationship, mm. or someone to potentially marry, marry and have that be your final marriage. So, I think Ooh, so sometimes
0: go on, go ahead. Now I'm just thinking, yeah, mm. <laughs> how, how would we do the wedding? Because I feel like, in terms of wedding, I probably want to go a bit crazy. Yeah, so, so that's would why would you want I, a minimalist yeah. wedding? Does it doesn't
1: go, go on to every absolutely <laughs>
0: absolutely not. We're going to have issues. Like in my eyes, okay, I understand this is this is love after divorce or whatever. So of course you're doing it again. So maybe you might have a different idea or a different way you want to go about your wedding this time. But for me and for most people it's just like not that people don't get into marriages thinking they're going to get married again, but you're thinking, okay, this is one and done, isn't it? So if this is going to be once, I want to go for whatever that means. Yeah, and that's why
1: like these kinds of conversations are important. D- whether you're like divorced and considering remarriage or like it's your first relationship, whatever it is, I think sometimes people omit the lifestyle and finance yes. conversations and they are very important because it can seem really impressive to hear someone say like, "Oh, I'm not materialistic." Because me personally, I would not like someone that like idolizes material things or has yeah. to find their value or my value in material things. But in saying that, how does that practically relate into the kind of lifestyle you want? Yeah. Because although I might not value materialistic things and being impressed by that, I still might like the idea of living a certain level lifestyle yeah. or being receiving gifts. It doesn't like, mean that year I'll year, value Having a big yeah.
0: splurge out on something doesn't mean I'm going to live every day a certain way, if that makes sense. Exactly. But and, and, in, yeah. that, in that person's mind, that's too much. I don't, I don't want to do that exactly and i don't remember the way in which it was um said but i don't know if she
1: said this first or after his point but she had also mentioned that like oh her i hope i don't misquote but like her sort of dream and like future plan is to like settle down to have a family either he or her i don't remember who said it but then Mm -hmm. having mentioning like a family and potentially kids in the same conversation of like oh like i could i would be fine with a small Home. I'm not saying you can't have a family in a small home because there are some people that have created wonderful families in maybe
0: small yeah, homes. I just feel or- like it needs to be a, a deeper conversation. Like you need yeah. to d- define that because it can even go into things like the way you guys entertain each other in a sense mm. of okay. Again, this may not come under some people's definition of minimalism, but someone may not may not see why why would why do you want to spend x amount on subscription services why do you want to rot away your brain watching dramas when we could be you know buying self-help books and you know like both things can't happen at once there are people like that
1: mm. and it's like
0: can you live like that so, so as i said as you said like you need to especially like finances or just the way you your lifestyle you need to have these conversations like, again. Yeah, they're gonna be especially if you're talking about finances and debt or whatever the case may be, that like it is going to be un- going to be an uncomfortable conversation. By the end of the day, I'd rather be uncomfortable now and realise, you know exactly. what, maybe we're not meant for each other. Let's walk away. Then we get married and I'm stuck in this little house that I hate. I only can wear white. And <laughs> I'm not allowed to buy stuff
1: because yeah.
0: I'm still trying to impress
1: you. So, so the practical conversations are very important and if any of you guys listening have like any two cents in terms of your perspective or what you gathered from like the end of the last episode but um yeah I I just think it's really interesting to see how different people approach different Mm -hmm. types of conversations because like we've said outside of just like being super materialistic or x y and z from like a practical standpoint like are there what are you comfortable spending x amount on that maybe your partner Mm -hmm. isn't or what do you see as a good investment not from like a financial investment standpoint but an investment in yourself or things that you like to do and does your partner agree with that or what is Mm -hmm. both of your ideas of splurging and yeah it's it's an a complex conversation but um I would definitely recommend that you guys check out the show because it, it's quite interesting. It's really funny. I feel like there are still some people that sort of need to vocalise all of their feelings, but I feel like some of them have been a bit more like upfront compared to other shows I've seen. Yes, yes but that's that's that.
0: Yeah, guys. Um, That's the end. Peace out. Uh, thank <laughs> you for listening to How You At You.
1: Yes, and remember that you can send us any of your unpopular opinions, dilemmas, requests, or anything else. You can submit them anonymously at kpopbox.co.uk forward slash halu at you, or you can send them to halut at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate us and leave us a review on whatever podcasting platform you're
0: tuning in on i've been Shea from kpop box you can follow me at kpop box underscore on most platforms and i've been shay from the k way you can follow me at the k way on most platforms yes and don't forget to vote for us <laughs> at the podcast <laughs> We're the podcast awards listener award yes But yes, until next time we will holla at you. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Stop laughing.